Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler. You can call me Mr. Day. <laughs> this is episode 45. Is that a thing now? I noticed you've signed <laughs> all the new cards as Mr. Day. Yeah, well, it's so much cooler than Wad, and I'm not going to sign Wrecker of Days, but goodness, I was I was broadcasting, and people were like, hey, Mr. Day, how's it going? Oh, oh I hate that's that. so awesome. <laughs> I, I told people, like, don't you don't have to call me Mr. Day, but it, it is pretty cool. Mr. Day. But now is it Mr. Day or Mr. Days? Huh? Why is it Wrecker of Days? Is yeah. it plural? I'm not a Wrecker of a Day. I wreck days. I'm I am super Wrecker. Only when oh. people have to see you. And, <laughs> and it's then it's it's just brutal. Like your whole day is just shot. I wish I could come up with stuff as fast as you. Actually, and I know I'm right because Fluffy can. We ha- we actually have somebody that gets to sorely listen to this live and see it live, so he would know. It's bad. It's really bad. Anyway. Big shout out to two Patreons this week, Two Moons and Average J Games. Thank you to both of you guys for signing up. If you look for information in our show notes, you'll find stuff about our Patreon. And there's some exciting news coming up, but we'll talk about that later. I'm really excited. Anyway, how's your week, Ty? This is, did you do anything? Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was, um, we were just on vacation, then it's catch up with everything, you know, all that list that adds up while you're gone, that ginormous to-do list of stuff so you're kind of doing all that backtracking but then it was school start right the covid school start so definitely different than it normally is can i can i can i read you something can you read this, me this something is my, this is this is my yeah hush your mush is this like this a is, note this to is yourself my week coming up no it's the welcome to kindergarten oh September god 2020. it's so bad i've heard of it so yes now this school is normally bad for gradual entry for those that don't have kids kindergarten kids depending on your family right like they're not just going to throw a kid into full day school. They'll do like a couple half days or something. So your kid, in case they still have an umbilical cord attached, gets Only used to school being... Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Kindergarten. Sorry, I thought I said that. And But with COVID, they're not throwing all these snotty kindergarten kids into the same class right away. So there's not just a gradual entry to kindergarten, but there's a gradual COVID entry to kindergarten. So check this out. All right. So this is starting Monday for my boy. Now, keep in mind, throughout all of this, I'm dropping my daughter off for 8.30 in the morning and picking her up at 2.30, and it's about a half-hour round trip for walking, right? 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, 10 minutes in between for doing whatever. So, on Monday, I'm dropping him off at 10.30 and picking him up at 11.30. Okay, now keep in mind, I'm a stay-at-home parent. I can do this. I'm not needing to go to work, but I can't imagine what people that need to go to work are like. The next day... It's 12.15 to 1.15. And I still got to like pick, drop my daughter off and pick her up. And, you know, then the next day it's 9 to 11. So I'm starting at 10.30 and then it's 12.15 and then it's 9 o'clock. The next day it's 12.30 for two hours. And then it's actually the normal start time. But then you pick them up at noon the next three days. I can't imagine. Like, it's not a criticism. I mean, it's, it's good that they're doing it. But I can't imagine what it would be like for any family. And where we live... Stay-at-home parents aren't common unless, you know, you're, you're, you're dirt broke. It's like, I can't imagine what a normal family of both parents working would have to, how, how would you do that? We took two weeks off. We literally yeah. had to take two weeks off. It was stupid. That's insane. And cause I think you're, I think if I remember correctly, your full time for kindergartner doesn't even start until like the 23rd. Like, I think it's all the way up until the 23rd, roughly before they finally get into a full day of school. 
Yeah, for the kindergartners, that's right. It's um, a full day. They're doing soft starts, which is kind of neat. Like, there's not a set start time for the younger grades. So you can drop them off any time between 8.30 and 9. And that's just so that there's not a huge lineup of people breathing on you, which is awesome. I think that's really cool. So obviously, I'm dropping my kids off right at the beginning of that soft start and picking up right at the end of the soft end. But uh, yeah, it's the 23rd. Like, think about that. That's And he went to school today. So that's two weeks until normal drop my kids off at 8:30 pick them up at 2:30 and but anyway yeah no it's it's great and again it's not a criticism it's just that's the covid life trying to get education it's our first time going to school with all this stuff eh hey hey how was your week what do you want to talk about justin anything in your life that you're super excited about we record on fridays typically you know as long as we can make it work and i this is officially Friday, oh, I feel bad saying Friday, September 11th is officially the greatest day of 2020. That, uh, yeah, uh, it, it, that, that was an unplanned. It, yeah, we, it wasn't purpose, on purpose. However, this literally was my favorite day and it will live as my favorite day of 2020 forever. And it is because my two middle kids are in school full time. My youngest <laughs> kid was a daycare all day and my oldest was working. And we took the week off because of the whole like lead up into school. So my wife and I were both like, let's go out for breakfast. Like we've literally never done that. I can't even think of the last time that just the two of us went out for breakfast. So, oh man, my day was amazing. This was like the, it was the greatest day. (laughs) And I was thinking about this morning. I was like, what could be better? Like, could something top this? I don't think it could. Like not even, I started to think like, oh, well, people would say Christmas is better. And it might be. But here's why. Because if we go into lockdown, then there's no family coming to my house. So then maybe that keeps up. <laughs> yeah, a five-person <laughs> Christmas. Six. Glory, glory. Oh, we have right, six. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, oh, sorry. my God. Today counter. was incredible. We just, we, yeah, we, uh, my day was amazing. This was my favorite. It was like skipping as a child. Like you just, <laughs> you didn't care. We just Where'd were like, you go? I, I don't even remember. We just went anywhere. We, we literally went anywhere. I just got hash browns and pancakes and I cried. And then, and cried. then at, one point, at one point, I totally came home and old man napped. Quietly. Nice. Quietly. It was so quiet. No one bugged me. Oh. Your vacuum, your vacuum didn't wake you up? No, my vacuum runs through the night. And that vacuum right. is still crushing it. It's the star of the house. <laughs> it is the star of our house. That thing's awesome. So, yeah, this was awesome. And then my grass is growing. For all of those cool people out there who have been keeping up, the grass is starting to come out. It's alive. Uh, I was a little pissed off because my my timer for my water got lost in transit. And I had planned my, my spreading of seed with this timer to arrive. And, and then it I didn't. Have th- I have traveled 500 miles to give you my seed. Exactly. Where's that from? Horrible show, but I've never. Yeah, what is it from? Step Brothers, I think. Will Ferrell. All I know, he's dressed up like a big beefy lumberjack, and he crushes through the door of the woman's of his dreams, and he says that. <laughs> it is a funny line, but anyway, uh, so I've had to do a lot of it manually, which has really sucked because my whole goal was to just hit a button on my phone, water, and then do it every like couple hours. But anyway, grass is growing. My week's been awesome. Of, cor- of course, you'd need to control your grass from your phone. Of course you would. Absolutely. Pretty soon it's just going to do it on its own. It has a brain. I'm going to make it smart. 
It's going to know. Can you make it spray only on the grass? Because that was an awkward conversation we had on your steps yesterday. No. <laughs> I kept accidentally getting sprayed because I forgot about it. It was your sprinklers, your irrigation system so quiet that I'd forget about it and I'd move over and all of a sudden I'm getting sprayed in the back again. Don't stand there. I it's tried. mostly to keep people off of my front <laughs> front door. I like made it spray even further just to keep them off. But anyway, no, this week was, I mean, I had a bad back, but after today, it's incredible. I had the best day ever. That's so awesome. <laughs> as soon as we, it's as soon all as we knew, of breakfast. it was all because of my kids going away. I've waited six months, at least six months for this day. We, we well, went to locked on like what, middle of March, roughly. Yeah, it was spring break. Spring yeah. break never ended until no. September. I have been waiting for this. I was so happy. So anyway, your, your kid likes his new job. What? New job. Got a job. Likes his job. Likes his job. It's not new. I thought it was a new job. Well, it's new in the sense that they're, they they were closed and not closed. It's not a new job. Okay. No, I thought, okay. Good friend. Good friend. Good friend. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I I pay attention. Hey, at least I remember the job part. Good job. All right. So (laughs) that was, I guess your week, but did you do anything PUE related? Did you have much of a POE week? Yeah. Well, this week, um, I did a lot of hanging out with other people online. Yeah. Did, did some, did some catch up with some people from when I was gone. Um, but I did some, maybe I think I got two or three POE sessions, maybe got about 10 hours in altogether. I'm trying to level the elementalist, um, cause I don't have an elementalist that I can just respec and standard to try out some stuff. I guess I could have just respect one of my witches. But for some reason, that seemed really tired. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. The reason I didn't respect one of my many necromancers was because this is an RF build. And to me, it's important to level your RF build to see how it goes. Right? Well, no, but... He's saying that because I just rolled my eyes. Yeah, but the reason that I'm... I think it's important is because it's good to know when you can sustain it easily with just life flasks or enduring cry or something. And then also just when there's that peak where you don't need anything. I like to take notes of that but also leveling with the elementalist is so much easier because there's so many fire spells at your disposal right away right like it's it's a much easier process to have decent damage as opposed to leveling with something like you know i'm used to the chieftain a lot of people use the jug right so the marauder doesn't get a lot of spells it doesn't have unless you go out of your way from a solo self-found league start experience it doesn't really have a lot at its disposal so um, I, I wanted to see what leveling as a witch with RF was like. And? So it's good. It, it was it was good. Um, I mean, I'm, what? I've only died maybe 60 times. Uh, but that's because I, I insist on using Righteous Fire at level 16 um, when you first get it. Still baffled by that. Still baffled. Like, it's so strong when you keep it up. But why? Why? Like, we were talking about Firestorm. We'll probably bring that up later. It's it's uh, starting level has changed. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is RF at 16? You, you don't have to use being? it just because it's there. Uh, that's highly debatable. <laughs> and you're also incorrect if you disagree with me. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. Uh, I'm not past campaign yet because that's how I play. I think I'm seven or eight. Level? Seven. <laughs> yeah, I just ascended for the second time. Oh, Act act yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah, yeah come on come on pay attention well, i could see two or three weeks for level seven or eight whatever how was your poe week did you did you poe this week no i didn't play any poe but i did a lot of poe stuff like our poe stuff but i didn't play so what did we do a website's new 
So if you check yeah. out foreverexile.com now, we actually have like a legit website, not just what came with our host. So that was fun. It looks really good. I think it, I talked to some people in Discord and they gave me some help with regards to the layout after I was mostly done. And they helped me pick out some good colors and make the, the layout work. I was, I was going to thank Discord for getting rid of the pink that I so like. Thanks for nothing about that. But yes, go ahead. Oh, I'm excited terrible. about this button you're going to talk about. It, who cares if it's terrible? It was awesome. Also, go ahead. I'm excited about what you're going to say. It actually had pink. We used pink as like the secondary color. But when you went to, I don't remember which page it was, but it basically turned the whole banner into that like bright, bright pink. And it was it actually kind of hurt my eyes a little bit when I saw it on that. And it was fine when it was like really minor as part of the menu, but we went with the unique drop color in, uh, in uh, a game called Path of Exile. So let's see, that's done. There is a really cool feature though at the bottom right that I did leave pink that's a little microphone yes. and it actually allows people to send us voice messages. So I thought that might be fun. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we get bombarded with just meanness, um, but maybe we'll that's actually fine. turn then it we, into then something. we don't have to include it. We don't have to include it if it's mean or, or every single mean message. We'll just have a segment where it's just mean crap. People say, about I feel us. like people would just aim for that. I'm fine with like, that. You're stupid and, and ugly and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Super creative. Okay, moving on. How come you didn't put, I, I tried it out. How come you didn't put mine on the podcast? You did. You did do it. I don't remember what you yeah, said. Why didn't you do it? It was gold. It was gold. Jerry. It was gold. gold. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so that's actually, I actually thought that was pretty fun. So maybe we'll turn that into a segment that'll become a, a regular thing if people actually like to use it. What else? We got a new channel in discord. So if you are part of our discord, which if you're listening, you really should be because it's a blast, but it's called community creators. I noticed we had like a ton of people. The channel's called community creators, right? We had a ton of people in our discord that like stream, do YouTube, whatever. There's lots of people who do like cool posts on Reddit and whatever. And we thought it'd be a, a fun spot to highlight and showcase them. So yeah. And it, it's awesome because now we can automate it. So if people do like to stream, you can just uh, private message me your Twitch account and it'll automatically shout you out every time you go live. It, it did for you. Did you see that? It did. I checked it out. I was super excited. And maybe 10 minutes later, I got a phone call that I had to take and it lasted about an hour and a half. So it was the best broadcast on the planet. <laughs> That's awesome. I had to type in the, hey, because console has it. I put in the broadcast or in the chat section, I typed, sorry, phone call. And it lasted. And then you actually time. ended so it? And I just ended the broadcast. <laughs> I had to. I felt bad for people. That's awesome. What a jerk. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I worked this week to finalize our next interview. Yeah, I am super excited about if you are a Patreon and you have access to that channel, make sure you check it out because it is going to be, I don't even know what to say. I was scared when you added everyone because I was like, <laughs> I'd only add everyone. I didn't know that. that it, I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't know that because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the techie noob. one. So I know that's, that's right. I am a discord noob. I'm green, man. I'm so yeah, we'll be doing a new interview in two weeks. Our next interview in two weeks, which we've never done before at the beginning of a league. So this is yeah. going to be exciting. And it's, uh, it's not when the interview is coming out, though. That's when we're recording it. Right. Recording in two weeks, coming out in the next three to four years, roughly. <laughs> TBA. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, that was my <laughs> POE week. It was no actual. I mean, there was so much happening in Path of Exile. 
which obviously we're going to get into. And we did a lot of like keeping up with that and chatting on Twitter and Discord and, you know, all the different places that people were talking about it. Uh, but otherwise, I have not played Path of Exile. I can't. When we get this close to like a league release, I cannot play. I, I'm so scared to burn out or just even slightly feel like I don't want to do it uh, because I want to go into a new league. Like it's a new game. I'm excited to play. I was a little nervous because we are going to do an extra episode this week for patch notes, which will be Tuesday. And we're going to burn through that and try and get it out on Tuesday because we're superstars. And then we had one. Uh, when's, yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes, you're right. I know. Yep. I know these things. And then. <laughs> Every league you ask me what the order is. <laughs> what are we doing now? What's happening? Uh, and then Friday, we'll do our normal recording, which is awesome because that's also the release of Heist. And then there was the possibility of this interview being on that Saturday. And I was like, oh my God, this week is going to be so brutal. And thankfully we pushed the interview to the next week, but yeah, I'm excited. So I, that's why I don't touch PoE. Like the, at least for two weeks before a league comes out, I just don't want to. I yeah. don't, well, I don't you're the burnout it. type of player. Like you go hard on a game, right? And so, yeah, like for me, I don't, I don't burn out with a game, but it could also be that I max 10 hours a week on it too, right? So. I'm ex- I'm excited though. Like I have a hard time leveling this elementalist because I know it's going to change. So many things are changing. The tree's going to change, and I'm like, oh man, I'm leveling this, and it's only going to matter if everything that I'm doing with this elementalist, including the tree path, isn't going to change. Which I, I mean, sometimes it's worked in my favor. Uh, I always hope for the opposite. <laughs> and it, your wish comes true more more often than not. Yeah. Just crush RF crush the elementalist yeah. just change it well i wouldn't I, I don't think there'd be any fight if rf became available at 34 or 38 instead of 16 but i'm, I'm definitely i'm fine if it is there a single skill that comes at 34 did you just make that up is it 34 no, i know lots of 38 uh there's some with that only unlock with siosa um some can only get them through lily uh 34 what is 34 Golems are 34, I think. I think Golems are 34. Stuff like Generosity or Fortify, I think that's 31. Uh, there, there are a couple 34s. I think there's a couple 34s. Now you're looking it up just to call me out. But just in case we, just be, in case we didn't um, mention it last week, um, September 1st, 2010, Path of Exile was officially announced. Pretty cool, hey? Like da, it was da, da, still da. in closed beta at the time, but or maybe it was still alpha, but... Think about that. September 1st. So now we're 10 days from this point of recording after that. But that's 10 years ago. So I don't remember if we said that last episode, even though I listened to our episodes two or th- one or two times a week. Don't remember. So just in case, Bonfet, P-O-E. Or I guess, wait, wait. Ever since our Octavian interview, he said path. And I'm like, that's so much shorter than P-O-E. Like P-O-E, it may, I may as well just say path of exile because it's almost the same amount of consonants. Wait, what, what? Consonants. Wait, is that the right word? So just calling the game Path? Yeah. I actually heard one of the uh, ladies on Baited Expectations call GGG Triple G. And I was like, that is genius. Triple G. I hate GGG. I hate it. You do. I I feel like I'm stumbling over my words every time I try to say GGG. GGG. Well, you say it real fast. I guess that works. GGG. Well, yeah, I have a hard time with stuff like um, what is it? Hey, Google. Google's a hard one. Google. Oh my God, your it phone's going to like. Can't get. Oh, yeah. Good. No, I think it's on. Yeah. No. Anyway, all of a sudden. 
people that are listening, if theirs works, are going to be so mad because you just activated <laughs> like. <laughs> That's right. Let's get into this week in PoE because there was obviously a ton. And the way Tyler and I like to do things is we talk about the things we care about. And then we, we do talk, but we gloss over the things that we don't, you know, because. Or you can just look it up yourself. Yeah. Most people, I mean, the thing is, a lot of people obviously are paying attention to stuff right now. It's always the case, right? Like two weeks before a league release, the numbers of people that are like, you know, starting to look around the corner back at path. Eh, eh, is that cool? That are starting to look back at path. I've been trying ever since that interview to say path. And every time I'm POE, every time I can't, I can't break it. I can't break it path. I'm just going to go with path and triple G now. I'll never stumble over my words. So anyway, I, the amount of people coming back to start looking at it always increases. We see it. It's very apparent through Reddit and, you know, the things that are as they release all these cool teasers, you see a lot of people commenting and getting excited. And so that was a lot of this week. The first stuff we'll just quickly go over. First off, there was a technical patch 3.11.2 that came out. Mm hmm. I am so excited for this patch and it's not even like that exciting in the sense of like, hey, it's doing this now. I'm not going to go over the details of it because there was quite a bit to it, but it, they're changing how they store their data, which has no effect on the person besides that they're stealing all of your information now. But <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not there. No one's going to believe me. Calm down. Uh, one of the best things that came from this, and I don't know if you noticed it, but it does faster patching now in Steam. And it really, really did like the part. It was always so weird that my computer was like flying at downloading this patch. And then it was like, let me just think for a couple hours on how I'm going to allocate this data. It always drove me crazy. Like, what is it doing? They definitely fixed that. It's so much faster. It's a 500 meg update. Well, not this one, but you'd have a 500 meg update that take you two seconds, but it's got to take 10 minutes to figure out where it's going to put it. Yep. I would say the most important thing about this patch is that if you're listening but not playing, uh, you know, maybe Harvest wasn't your league and you're not really into it. Make sure you open Path of Exile and update it because before you do Friday, not want to wait. Release. Yeah, you do not want to wait till Heist comes out to all of a sudden have to sit there because it's a 23 gigabyte uh, download because you're redownloading the whole game. And they talk about it in their technical patch because it's changing textures, audio. Like there's so many things that are being redownloaded. Well, the whole game is being redownloaded. So. Make sure you do that before release. Yeah. And some things in game are going to speed up too. Makes it nice. Load times and such. If you're, if you're still using like a, 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 hard, a normal hard drive, like if you're on an SSD, they said that you'll see marginal changes. Uh, if you're using like an old school hard drive, maybe look at a cheap SSD because they are really cheap. Because otherwise you're playing like a console scrub. <laughs> Nobody likes console load times. people are the future oh my god i'm not even going to get into it with you but i've seen some of the new consoles and they look stupid i'll say it they stupid. do they do they do look stupid but they're still faster so i don't care and it's not like people are going to be staring faster at the console they stare at the tv faster than the current console that i have well i would hope so yeah that's the whole point so i'm excited uh-huh we're not and getting now into this. i'm gonna get one and whenever poe is available for the new version of the console guess what i'm gonna get we'll talk about consoles when we have console jordan on then you can talk about consoles but until then was it jordan i don't know i don't know what he, you know it jeff console jeff is it jeff no yeah, you said jordan yeah it's jeff no it's jeff all right well and when we have console you don't jeff. even know if my kids work or not i feel like it's, you would put them to jeff work and he's from canada oh that's cool 
Oh, you don't even remember that? You don't remember? I do oh remember that. You're like, the, no, you don't. Right now it sucks because where we are in Canada, we're getting like a boatload of smoke from California. I mean, it sucks for people in California for sure. It's pretty scary, actually. Some of the pictures from San Francisco and, and some of those areas. But, oh man, the last two days and now leading up for the next couple of weeks, we're going to have, it's thick, thick smoke out there in Canada. Well, at least in our area of Canada. Yeah, we have some fires farther north too, but yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, so anyway, 3.11.2, cool patch with regards to what they're doing, but make sure that you get that updated before Friday. What's the release date? The actual 18th? Uh, League lunch. Oh my goodness, it's next week. It's next Friday. Yeah, so make sure you get it done before that because you don't want to be sitting there excited to play Heist and have to download 23 gigs if your internet's, you know, not like going to crush it and be super fast. So there was that. What else? Uh, I'll just quickly bring up the Awakener kill event that Zizarin's putting on and GGG's involved in it and Shopify's. I don't even know. I think it's like sponsored by Shopify, but clearly Grinding Gear Games is very involved in it too. I think it's really cool. I will not be a part of it just because it's, I think it's solo self found hardcore, which I had my taste. I'll wait till the end of Heist to get that again. You're a pro. You're a pro. I think it's actually cool that they're running it off of the like the actual hardcore solo cell phone league like it's not a private league thing it it's the people who are actually playing in heist hardcore solo cell found and it's a race to kill awakener eight sounds, sounds i was gonna insane. ask you have you done that yet <laughs> you know? yeah 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 I, that's zero deaths no problem right i don't die the first hundred times i try cyrus yeah so the, it's pretty cool i like the fact that this is literally just open to anyone and there's a boatload of money and prizes and even for people watching i honestly don't know who's actually streaming it to be honest you can find the information under the announcements in the forums but just even watching it people on twitch can win uh mtx which i like when they do that when they involve like just anyone in the community because there's a lot of people like us that are like nah i'm not gonna play in hardcore solo cell phone and even if i did what's the point i'm not gonna finish in like top 10 to take home you know a couple thousand dollars it's like if eleven thousand. I'm not going to play. Yeah, <laughs> Taking my yeah, ball. Take, yeah, it's like eleven thousand dollars for first place. So, I think that's awesome. They know the future. They even brought up if you're one of the first eight players on Xbox or PS4, sixteen players total, you get console console codes. You get console specific codes, so you can't win the cash prize because that's PC only. But you can win some MTX. So that's that's pretty sweet. I, I am impressed that they at least included console. I mean, they have a one week. Uh, well, I guess that's probably why they're not involved in it, right? Because they can't actually, it's unlikely they'd be first given that console starts, is it close to a week later than PC? So, uh, but yeah, there's. I think it's cool. I think it's a fun event that people are going to watch. I feel like it's going to be a thing like while you're playing, maybe you'll have up on your, like a second monitor or something to watch because I don't I can't imagine doing that instead of playing heist. Right? Yeah. I yeah. I will be playing heist. I'll check in to see, but I, I use my math and I go, okay, how long is it gonna take me to kill Awakener 8? I think I got like a good two months before I'll check in on where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh so anyway, check that out. There's information on the announcement page within forums. Did you see that they um, they came out with a post that explained a little bit more about the, they call them area control skills? I mean, that's not the official tag, but you saw it? I did. I'm curious what you thought. 
Well, I was talking about things like Void Sphere, Frost Shield, Sigil of Power, some of the new stuff. Uh, I like I like that they're adding that kind of stuff. Like more, it's it's a new elements, not the appropriate word because they're not elements, but it's a new concept in the game to give official play style status, I guess you could say. You know what I mean? Like you go through, you stand, you're trying to corner people or you're trying to do this. And there's certain skills, like for example, if you're doing incinerate, you're going to run through a group so they all follow you, turn around and then channel incinerate. So there's, you know, skills that are like that, that people that love those skills are already playing, but it's nice to have that as like a thought process as you're thinking about other skills. So it was cool. I, I mean, they're not minions, so I'm not going for them, but that's not a criticism to the skill. I, I just thought it was pretty neat. You saw some of the other changes they made to some of your skills, or, or is that later? Yeah, that's later. But anyway, what do you think of these? I, uh, I don't know. I think they're cool, but to me, I feel like they're a, they're very focused on typically slower gameplay style, right? I know it's yeah. definitely you. Yeah. Uh, they look really cool, but I just, I feel like if it's something that's going to, it seems almost too much in a way that it slows things down. But again, it's really hard because I'm just going based off the video, right? We haven't really seen anything besides their video, which I have to say their videos, this, this release, like leading up to heist have been amazing. Like I just, I love watching that stuff and we'll get into that. Yep. To the, one of the next things we're going to talk about, but this one was very met to me because I, the void sphere, the void sphere, which has been in like every, you know, typical ARPG or even RPG games, you always see a skill like that. It, when you're moving through a map relatively quickly, I don't see the benefit of it. It looks cool because it actually looks huge. Like the air of effect it pulled guys in from looked really cool. But in my head, I'm thinking, well, if I'm moving quickly through a map, am I hitting an additional button to try and group them up? I'm not really sure. So it definitely, they definitely seem to lean towards more the way you like to play which is awesome. It's nice that they are not constantly encouraging only the speed, speed, speed. Yep. And maybe with the way some of the things change, you know, like if you're looking at heist, which we talked about last week, the mechanic of heist, if I'm trying to get out of an area and I'm using things like, you know, movement skills and phasing and whatever, maybe void sphere is actually beneficial for you to just, because you're not getting XP from killing them. So maybe it's beneficial to just like, yank them out of the way maybe yeah you know? it's almost like an escape skill put that down with increased aoe or something who knows what the tags are going to be but yeah definitely see ya i wonder if while they're getting sucked in i don't remember the videos i wonder if while they're getting sucked in they can still attack you i don't think so it actually looked oh. like they were picked up like i'd have to rewatch the video again but i swear it looked like enemies were actually like sideways being pulled in towards the sphere it's like that siren skill in borderlands too yeah. So I the skills to me in like a regular play style, mapping style, I I mean flame wall to me isn't isn't really what the same as void sphere. I see them different. I, I don't really see them as the same type of skill. But the ones that are slower, I think maybe they have a use in heist. I just don't see it. But I I love the concept of just staying in one place but beefing up that place like frost shield's a big one for that right and i love that it's encouraging more energy shield use again um but like that that wall the firewall you were talking about i just picture you know just putting that wall which of course doesn't move so now you want people to come to you maybe void sphere to bring them in and then you have something like incinerate going out i don't remember what the perks of the wall are and there's not often where that's beneficial 
in PoE. Always, Justin. It's always. It's not, though, really. It is. So maybe it has like special uses, but I'm not seeing them yet. But I don't care. That's fine. I still think the skill looks cool. I just don't see myself using it unless it has some additional benefit. Like I said, in Heist, I could see it. If it's just a single button and I'm not throwing much onto it, and heists are actually turning out to be quite difficult to escape, and I know I've got something good I want to get out with, it seems like it might actually be beneficial for trying to get the heck out. Or maybe in, in trying to think other uses, like, you know, delve if you're trying to move quickly past enemies and you don't have phasing up, or I don't know, maybe it has uses like that where it's not necessarily for the damage side, but it's more for the helping you not die side. Imagine being a more close quarter combat and using some of these still ones and then you're fighting Mervay and she's just teleporting everywhere. I hope the mana cost is reasonable for these. Can it, can it suck in unique bosses? No, but even like the, the flame wall or frost shield, whatever it is, like if the, you're against an enemy that's constantly moving, like against Katava, fine, sure. But against something like Mervay or what's that bandit boss that always jumps around the Dex one? What's his name? He's on the bridge. What's, what's his name? Creighton. You know, guys that bounce around. You know, hopefully the mana cost is manageable so you can cast them often. But anyway, looked cool. What about the other ones? There are some reworked skills and stuff. I'm not great at any of these anyway because there's a couple that I played before, but a, a number of them I've never touched. Like the Shattering Steel, Lancing Steel, like a lot of the steel-based stuff. I will be. I have to see how it plays out because a lot of it's all new. It's completely reworked. Like it's not just like a little bit reworked. It's literally completely different than how it was before. But Blazing Salvo in that video with Flamewall looked amazing. It looks so looks much really fun. Cool. Yeah, like I, I'm not sure if it'll be great. I have no idea, right? We don't know a whole lot about it because those are both new. But, oh, it looked like a lot of fun. And then Firestorm. I saw it in the video. It looks so cool. But them changing it to level 28, it made me sad. It was like one of my yeah. favorite leveling skills. If I was leveling like a witch or anything that was spell. I don't know. Just always was a, a staple, such an easy one to level up, but it looks cool. 28's what? That's Act 3, end of Act 3. That's, 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 that's not bad, though. You can still use it. You still have six more acts to go. I was surprised with Firestorm's change. Why? It's so strong. It was so, it does so much damage when you put concentrated effect on it and intensify was intensity or intensify support. Um, that, I mean, oh, it was so good. But I think the thing is, though, it's not like they just straight up buffed Firestorm. They literally changed it, right? Like, so now you're you're beneficial to cast it less often. There's now meteors involved with it. Yeah, it looks like Meteor Storm, not Firestorm. Mm-hmm. I, I think it looks cool. I'm curious to see how it plays. Uh, the rest of them, Blazing Salvo just looks like a hell of a lot of fun. I just love seeing <laughs> like just these freaking fireballs flying everywhere and throwing them through a flame wall. It looked awesome. The video sold it for me. I don't know that I'll necessarily try it, but it definitely it definitely sold it. What about those? Did you care about any of those? I've always been extreme. I love charges. I think charges are cool. And to base builds around charges, uh, I think is, is a lot of fun uh, to need them, especially because since, I don't know, maybe five or six leagues ago, they made it really easy to get charges. From Remember back in the day when, I mean, their name's going to change, but the... Um, like Warlord's Mark, um, Assassin's, was it Assassin's Mark? I think they're all marks. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was really the only way you could get charges. Right. Remember, like that was, that was. I mean, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but I guess it was ages ago. Um, so anyway, since since they made charges so much easier, it's just so neat. So 
I, I've always been interested, though I've never really played with Discharge. So it's nice to see it get some get some love. I mean, they know what's coming in the future, so how the skill now interacts with charges and how you gain them. I I just think it's a buff. I'm I'm surprised intensity and firestorm got changed. That was my big thing. I like I'm I always trust GGG. I know what they're you know, they're seeing what skills aren't being used. Maybe they know why. So they change what they need to change. But I was surprised with Firestorm and Intensify. I thought that the really strong pros and cons, risk and reward for intensity support. Is it intensify or intensity? I forget. Anyway. Intensity. Uh, I, I thought it was legit. It seems, now I don't know what the new numbers are going to be, so it's probably going to balance out, but it seems like it's too easy to use now. Yeah, because intensity I think got changed as well. You mean the combination of the two? Well, yeah, now the intensity's cap is a lot less, so you don't have to use it as often, and, but maybe it's not as strong. I don't, I don't know. Like They haven't shown us the changes yet, but I was just surprised because I thought it was extremely strong for certain playstyles. But I'm excited for all of them. I'm excited to see somebody go with Discharge for something and watch that video. Yeah, they all look cool. Some of them I just don't care about. I don't know enough about the Steel ones. I like that Glacial Cascade's getting a, a rework. A Discharge, I the last time I played Discharge was a long time ago. Like, it was. And it used to be so fun. Like Cast on Crit Discharge was just, it was amazing. It was the, one of the fastest builds I think I ever played. That was before they added a consequence to you had to self-cast it to get to full benefit. They had, if it was triggered, it lost a whole bunch of damage. It was back in the days of like uh, Strand, like just flying through Strand as fast as possible. But back in the day. Yeah, it was fun. All right. What else do we got this week? Okay. So just a simple thing. Harvest is ending soon, obviously, because Heist is coming out. They have a benefit if you buy a... Anything? I think if you spend any points, you get a free mystery box. So go spend like 10 points on a... Go buy rain for your hideout. Five bucks. Five bucks. Is that what it is? Five I points? For that? I, I think it's a dollar fifty or something. I, I have a lot of rain. Is that what your go-to is when you want your mystery box? It is. Well, I like And you rain, trade it for like because... another stupid MTX that you already have. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I get, I get the MTX. Something you can't have. use like that bubble. Like, you know the bubble that you can put down that just makes your head just hurt? As soon as you go into somebody's hideout that has that giant <laughs> bubble. Yeah. I like the MTX. I don't, I found that I don't really like the MTX that changes how my armor looks, like my character MTX. I like portals. I like pets. I like skill MTX. But I like seeing the art of how silly I look with leveling items that are all over the place, but how legit it looks if you have like all the same base type of the higher, higher tier base types. I, I like how I like the natural look, the vanilla look of things, but it works for some. Some are just boring as heck to look at. It's hard to oh, like the Baron helmet. Oh, don't cover that up. That thing's awesome. That top hat. That's so cool. You can get other like cooler looking top hat MTXs though, but not as cool as a top hat. Even though I don't use that helmet. But anyway, so this week we have I. It says Monday, but it's Sunday for us. Sunday is the Challenge Awards, right? The next day, Monday, Heist Manifesto. Then there's Wednesday. That's the patch notes. Or I guess that's our Tuesday. So uh, You're going based on their time. You're going based on... No, no. Our time, it's Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. PST is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Sunday is Challenge Awards. Monday is Heist Balance. And Tuesday is Patch Notes. Right. And so we're going to do the Manifesto and Patch Notes episode midweek, hopefully, if it all works out. 
as long as nobody gets COVID from school. Oh, it's Tuesday. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. You're doing it from the hospital. <laughs> That's right. Yo. I don't care where you are. And then the this is what you're kind of nervous about. We're curious how this is going to be laid out. You brought it up last episode, but with 900 gems in the game, uh, how are they going to show that 2020 quality gem rework? I'm curious. I hope it works on my phone because I don't get to sit down at the computer too often. I think we could turn that Friday's episode into the worst Forever Exiled podcast episode ever. Because we'll just <laughs> we'll just read them. <laughs> we'll go back to our episode okay, one and two. So the first of three qualities 18%. for this gem. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> we'll that's just right. keep going through them one at a time. Anyway, so that's... That's basically this week in POE minus some things we want to bring up as bigger topics. Yeah. You know, it'll come up. It will. Now, I, I don't know if you're going to be surprised by this or not, but I have a beef with the know-it-all Reddit folk. Are you surprised? What? I know. So tell me why. Uh, normally I glaze over the div cards because I don't, I'm not the type of player where I go and I farm an area for them. Right. I get what I get. I read them. I look at them like I'm a slow inventory guy, unfortunately for you. And so I look at my div cards. I'm like, oh, that's pretty neat. Wow. I wonder what I'm going to, you know, and then I shove it in my div card thing and I don't care about it again until I get a full stack. Right. And I never trade them. I always turn them in. So anyway, some div cards, though, aren't made by Triple G. Yo, they're not made by GGG. They're made by people that have spent the money to get them from long time ago, right? I don't think you can do that anymore, can you? Buy those types of packs, right? So, no. But it does take time and you want it to be applicable to the game. And so people put a lot of heart, especially the people that have spent the thousand bucks, right? To get their div card or whatever it's going to be unique. They put a lot of time, a lot of effort. They want it to be meaningful to them a lot of the time. So this person, I'm not going to call out people that were negative to them specifically, but this person had a huge Reddit post explaining how personal and excited they were for this div card, their div card to get released. And so many of the responses were, what a waste of a thousand dollars. Wow. I'd never used that item. And it was just so negative and condescending and critical. And they were, they were like pretending that the artwork had something to do with the people and, uh, you know, with the creator and, oh my goodness. I just, I, I wanted to just like, physically pick up reddit and throw it but only have the people that are negative get hurt i think we talked about this earlier this week like just you and i talking privately because somebody had left a i thought was a funny stupid waste of their time negative post to us and i i i read it and i'm like you actually like you you stopped and you took time to write your negativity in text and then post it like at it's just so I wanted to get inside that head for a second and just be like, where where's the part where you think like just for a second, you, <laughs> like at some point, something in your head must go, ah, maybe not. Uh, and then you write a little bit more and you're like, boy, I'm kind of coming off as a dick. And then you keep typing more. And at some point you still click the button to put. I just don't get it. I don't understand that. It is too bad. I hope the person whoever did design that card can push past through that stuff because who cares? I it is hard because no matter how much positivity that's going to be written after that or around that there's those negative comments still stick. Yeah, I feel like though if you're getting negativity from Reddit, you got to just let it go because it's it's the biggest waste of feeling about what somebody thinks because it's just the it's the crap hole of the internet. 
I I actually yeah. like Reddit. Reddit. We talked about this. There are some positives to Reddit. We've seen positives to Reddit. A lot of people found us through Reddit. But my lord, the amount of just poop that sits around Reddit is so annoying. I just, yeah, I can't believe some people. And I mean, there were a lot of positive comments. And this was the type of person that when they post, you can tell that they don't post on Reddit often, not as a criticism, but but they don't because then they responded to every single other reply. And if there's 100 replies, they responded and they explained like, hey, uh, but like, it's hard because now they've like, like, like you said, I just hope they didn't take it to heart. Bex also released uh, a, a div card. Yeah, hers was cool looking. Yeah, and yeah. she got a lot of good positive feedback from it. So, I mean, I'm glad she did. Now, they had that whole mental health situation, yeah. you know, regarding on how hard that was. So, I'm I'm hoping, I'm glad that she's getting a lot of positive feedback. So, what was the, the, the one that people were being dicks about? What was, do you remember what the reward was? I don't remember, but I am going to bring it up because I, I'm going to bring it up later because I really liked what it said it's like one of my favorite worded oh i know the one you're talking about that i i do know the one you're talking about it was long the journalist right? yes 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 i know the one you're talking about but i will say it's funny that people talk about you know negative about this person's and positive about bex's which i am really happy about but it's funny because you don't even know what bex's item is it's not a <laughs> it's not it's not an item that anybody's had but the design yeah. of her card she drew it and the design of the card it's not coming out with heist it'll be coming out a few weeks later but the design is super cool. I love that in the background, it's like patch notes when or something. There's like, there's something yeah, about yeah, people are constantly joking about all the questions they always ask Bex. Patch notes when, patch notes when, patch notes when. Yeah, I think I, I, I feel like if you're posting on Reddit, you just got to take the good with the bad because there's a bunch of garbage people out there. I just crack, it just cracks me up because it's, I really want to know, like, at what point do you just stop and go, huh? Maybe I shouldn't. I, I, there has to be a point yeah. where you go, is this too much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if your brain is capable of thinking. Here's, here's something that I try and remind myself about because I'm quite opinionated. I'm quick to anger, right? Temper something that I always have to calm down. You know me, like you and I back in the day walking down the street and, uh, you know, somebody drives by too fast and I'm yelling at them. <laughs> yeah, well, you're <laughs> so, just an old man. Uh, I am, but I forgot what I was going to say. Do you remember what I was going to say? This is typical old man Tyler. Oh, one thing that I have to constantly remind myself on is the amount of people that care about what I have to say are the amount of people that have asked me. And normally that's zero. So if people don't care what I have to say, I may as well be positive about it. Right. And then, right, because then, then, then that's the only thing that, like, if you have something negative to say to somebody, they're not going to care. Especially if it's purposefully just to hurt somebody. Like, okay, you don't like the item. Who cares? Who cares? Oh, you wouldn't have spent $1,000 on that? Guess what? You're with 95% of the people because they wouldn't have spent $1,000 on any div card. They didn't have it, right? So I, it's just bizarre. Don't, don't be a dick to be a dick. Creator of The Journalist, it was my one of my favorite worded ones. The only reason I didn't like bring up this Reddit and then close it right away, which I do with 99% of them, is because of what it said. So it's called The Journalist. Right now, I don't remember the reward. And I, I, like I said, I'm not really concerned about it, but it says, so think of this, it's the journalist, someone's writing on a piece of paper and it says a good spy doesn't forget when she's gone undercover. And the design was awesome. It was, but like, that's a cool thing just about a spy. But then when you correlate that 
a good spy doesn't forget when she's gone undercover and you correlate that with a title called The Journalist, it's just all of a sudden, like I'm getting like novel ideas in my head. I'm going to start writing. I just can't say that it was from this div card or they're going to get some proceeds. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought the description was super fun. Uh, you get a double veiled helmet, double veiled helmet, which is awesome. Ooh, yeah. Like a double. Oh, Reddit's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the card was awesome. The design of it was super cool. Uh, what else did we have? Okay. I don't remember what it's called, but the 19 mirror shards. That yeah. is hilarious. There's a div card that gives 19 mirror shards. And I think the fact that it gives 19 and not 20 is perfect. It's super funny. When's the last time you had a mirror shard drop? I mean, I have a mirror, so don't worry well, about it. Well, it's console it, but... though, right? Those are like scrolls on uh, console. No, so no. It doesn't no, really but count. Also, also, but still, I mean, you can, to get the mirror shards, oh man, just all you need is one to finally get that mirror. If you get this, 16 you cards, 16 cards. <laughs> yeah. So many. But I thought it's such a good div card. I can't wait. I'm making that big in my filter. Can you imagine the math behind determining what one card is worth? Because one card is worth a 16th of 19 shards, which is 1920ths of a mirror. No, the the, the marketplace is going to suck and it's just going to make each card a mirror. That doesn't make any sense at all. Sure it does. Did you? So have you been looking? I don't normally look at the items. When they come out, like I look at them, but I'm I'm like you. I just want to play the game. Whatever happens, happens. I've seen keystones like elemental overload as enchantments or implicits. Yeah, it's cool on these items. And yeah, like on weapons. It doesn't seem like it's something that you have to. Who knows how you unlock this stuff yet? But coming from Harvest to get something like that, you would need a very extensive and well made. Isn't it from Heist? Right, but what I'm saying is like. Uh, uh, a craft per se of that value comes with an insane amount of time and effort. It literally, some of them like literally don't exist. But uh, as far as we know, a lot of this isn't about crafting in its way. It's it's sure it might be about organizing your heist, but it's just something that can drop. Yeah, they look ah, super fun. Ah, oh, 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 can't wait. Now, now this is my favorite unique of all time, except it might be the only unique I intentionally remove from my filter so I never see it. You know the bitter dream. Yeah. The dumbest mace in the game. <laughs> Only because, for those that don't know, when you vendor to an NPC bitter dream, it gives you six level one skill gems. Garbage skill gems that you could just go get. It doesn't give you alt shards. It doesn't give you or alter it. Yeah, it doesn't give you anything. It just gives you six level one gems. So most people just junk it, right? I don't they pick discard it, up. it. They don't, yeah. I will say though, before you talk about the replica version. Octavian had some build that he was trying or was going to try that was solely based around the bitter dream. I can't remember what he called it, but it was like, it was a build based around the bitter dream. And I just thought, Oh, why would you do that to yourself? I, I love that type of stuff. When people take an item that's always rejected and they're like, you know what? Screw you world. I am going to make this epic. I hope it did well. I, I don't know if you ever played it. I'm not sure. Now, I don't actually, I'm not interested in in the new uniques. If I get one, I'm, I think they'll be really cool. And I'm excited that there's a lot more of them. But I'm really curious, just from the Bitter Dream standpoint, what the replica Bitter Dream is going to vendor for. The, what, it's probably going to vendor for what it shows in it. Because it, it did show the new like adjusted gems inside of it. No, but what it's going to vendor for. Yeah, for like, what those ones Do you think that are. it's going to vendor for those new gems? Yeah. You don't think it's just going to vendor for alt shards? 
No, they're not that nice. No, <laughs> you're not getting all you know, Alk shards. I would hope not all. That is, sorry, that's what I meant. I, it's probably what I said every time. Uh, some of the replica uniques are. I, I look at them and I'm like, okay, that's really really cool, but I can't I I can't focus on that because I know that uh, unless I'm trading for them, like I, there's no way I would build a build or d- think of a build in my head based around any of them. Like the new comms heart replica comms heart it literally changes it a hundred percent to lightning and mana from fire and life so uh, it like i don't know the idea is really cool it's cool if you can find it but you know what a lot of people base their builds around uniques that other people are going to find for them true it's just we don't even know how you get a replica unique i know how you get a unique it just drops but how do you get the replica unique is it also just a drop but someone else is going to figure that out. The marketplace is going to be full of some of these items. Not all of them, I don't of think course, so. but then, yeah, but people do it all the time. It's like every other league. Can you imagine having a build where you're like, well, just wait till I get that replica unique. <laughs> that just sounds like a really bad idea. <laughs> it kind of does, but that's what people do every single league, right? How many builds and guides out there are about, well, I just need this item, this item, and this item. And this is what you use in the meantime. And eventually, especially if you're not one of those players where you're going to be killing Cyrus 8, hardcore solo southbound in two hours, most of us are going to take a couple weeks to a month to get to that stage anyway. So Yeah, it's just a lot of those uniques you can get cards for. There's ways to farm them. It just takes a super long time. Or they're just naturally dropping uniques. We just have no clue how replicas, where they come from, how you get them. So planning around one seems a little crazy. Now, I have an important question for you Tell me. Um, while we're on the subject. Because I'm an old man. I'm not young and hip. I'm sure young people that are cool say hip. I forgot what pog means. We had this conversation, Tyler. I hate well, this yeah, word. Yeah, that's the whole point of forget. I, I hate forgot. it. It's stupid. What does it mean? I, I don't know. It's slang for like awesome, I think. We're literally killing ourselves here for sounding like idiots because it's used a lot in like the streaming and people watching like and then and then they turn it i've had this conversation with ethan they turn it into like other words like poggers and pog champ and somebody after the last time we talked about it said something to me in discord like oh tags that's so pog purposefully obviously (laughs) but if you google it it says player of the game Oh, okay. All right. Do you want me to tell you, though, what its real meaning is? Because thank goodness Google tells me. Before the spread of the internet and gaming culture, Pog was a small circular piece of cardboard commonly used to play a game by children and young adults in the 90s. That's us. (laughs) That is us. There was the slammers, too. You'd have, like, the different pictures on them, and for some reason they'd be rare. Not I didn't even know where you bought Pogs, but slammers were the best you'd slam that pile of pogs after it talks about from children and young adults in the 90s it says now pog is often used in gaming to mean player of the game pog can also be used wit used wit i don't even know what that means we're not meant for these words tyler this is not this is not (laughs) we're too too out so (laughs) i just looked up another one it says here's an example so you know how to use it wow that play was awesome. Pog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. We are, we are not. This is not for us. It, you played Pogs I'm back gonna, in the day. 
All right. And if you got a sweet slammer, you wanted to trade people for it because you felt like a beast. And if you could flip a whole, if you could flip a whole pack over, you were like the king of the playground. <laughs> beast is the legit word. Everybody wanted to see your slammer if it was legit. And that was what Christmas was all about. People would be running outside not to play, not to play ultimate, not to play soccer, not to play on the monkey bars or whatever people did. It was we're going outside to play pogs and there'd be a huge group around about the person who was like talking about their skull pog. I feel like schools started to ban them because people were getting like way too into it. But God, I definitely remember Christmases looking for wine, pogs and slammers. We were way too cool back then. Yeah, we were too cool. Too cool for school. But we should intentionally misuse pog all the time now. Like when we don't know. Like when something yeah. sad happens, we'll be like, oh, Pog, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change the subject, Pog. All right, let's do it. Uh, so I'm leveling my elementalist, right? Righteous fire all the way. I'm really missing that shortcut you desperately want to maps. I really oh, that we talked about last like, episode. Well, yeah, I think we've talked about quite a few. We, I think we did talk about it last episode as well. But like, I'll, I'm, I'm a guide writer, right? I just want to know how this build like i have thousands of hours in the game i just want to know how this ascendancy works and i got to go through another 10 10 acts like i i'm not, i'm gonna have to spend with my schedule anyway 10 20 hours just to level this character to maps right which might not even work and you might not even like it right it's and but it's i've i've done my due i've paid my due i just want to try this out we had a great conversation about this in discord after I think it was our last episode and a number of people were chatting about it and a couple of people had some different ideas. In the end, I actually don't care what they decide to do, but something has to come up. And I feel like it has, it will at some point. There's no way that they go into it just assuming that they're going to continue doing play act one through 10, play act one through 10, play act one through 10. I just, I don't believe it, especially with Chris talking about how they know the retention works so much better once people hit maps. We talked about this again. I don't want to rehash it, but they know what, keeps people playing the game. Uh, that seems like a smart thing if you've gone through Act 1 through 10 once in this league to give you something better. Yeah. Or you Havoc, I hopefully I didn't butcher his name, from our Discord also suggested, I'm not sure if it works for me if you don't actually get to unlock it, but the idea that when you start a new character, any waypoints you unlocked with previous characters stay unlocked. I think that that would only work, though, if you had a you know, way that... I think, I still think... Make Kirek open portals and just let me spam random maps. Can you imagine like just a level five random map, like a race course level five opens up and you just get to go play it. And then you come back to Kirik and he opens up a level seven. I don't care. Anything. Even if it was always level one, just let me get going. And then the maps level to whatever I am. I don't, I don't even want him to drop. I don't want maps to drop. I just want him to have like literally an option when you talk to him to explore a map and he just randomly opens a map that's somewhere in your tier level and you just keep going. I think that's so much better to level it's up that something, way. It, it, that screws over map drop requirements and stuff. No, I'm not saying make it any way part of the Atlas at all. Just open every single map up that the whole game has and he just randomly spawns you a map that's in the, the level. Until you, my, my thing was in like whatever your level is roughly around Act 5, when he says, I can't open a portal, we need your help destroying yeah. Katava, right? And then you go out and fight Katava, which is giving you your first kill, you know, hit to your resists. And then again, when you hit like 64, 
or something, 60 or 64, he does the same thing. And now you, now you end the game and now you get to go into, and, and even, I even, maybe people will disagree with me. I even think through that part, you should be getting bonus XP just to make it through it faster. Cause I'm not saying give me a way to go from zero to 64. Cause I actually think you should still play or do something right. Because if, if you all of a sudden, as much as I've joked and talked about like, Hey, let me pay 60 bucks and I'll go straight to 64. If I didn't learn, especially if I want a new skill, new ascendancy or something, I kind of would rather experience it first before I get into like end game maps, but not through act one through 10. It's just painful. Our, our, my apologies for how I'm going to pronounce it as well, but borrow havoc on discord unlocking all the waypoints is a good way to speed to an area. And then you still have to play a portion of it. But then as soon as you've done your requirement, go through, you get to choose where you're going to farm. It does let you fly through stuff. And then you only have to do the required bosses or the ones that are going to unlock, like what's his name? Gravacious, I think is his name in act three. A lot of people kill him, even though he's optional because of what he unlocks while leveling and Ah, I, I don't know. I think that's a good one. Like one thing that I've always wanted was for all ways so that you don't have to click on waypoints. Once you've walked past it or once you've been in that map, that waypoint is just automatically unlocked. And I, I like that concept or even walking over it, something where you don't have to click on it because the screen just from my concussion stuff, when I click on that waypoint, all of a sudden, boom, because it pops up. Yeah. And it's just, and there's no transition to it. It's just a slap in your face. Now that only bothers a minority of people, but that got me thinking about the enjoyment of just automatically unlocking waypoints, not forgetting to click on it. And kind of like with crafting recipes, you know what I mean? Oh my goodness. Imagine if I can't tell you how many times I've forgotten to click on a crafting recipe while leveling. I don't know what your solution to that is though. Like you can't just automatically, nah, I don't know. Maybe if you walked over it. Yeah. If you got close enough, maybe to it. Yeah, or or I mean, some of them are in a boss battle, right? Some of them while you're mapping, some some while mapping are when you go, they're right next to a boss gate. So walking through the boss gate gives you that, I don't know, something. But anyway, I like Burrow Havoc's idea. Um, I think it kind of ties in well with what you're doing too. Somebody talked about in Discord the idea of, uh, they kind of said like, don't you just go through Delve? to level up and then go and whip through act one through 10, which I had never actually thought about. And I, I messaged them back and said, Hey, that's a great idea. It's not something I've thought about, but I'm still going to act one through 10. And whether I blow through act one through 10 or not, I don't, that's not really the problem. It's just the fact that I'm doing content that is not exciting and it's not really helping me prepare my character. It's just doing what I have to do to get to the end of it. So. I, who knows? I don't think it'll come anytime soon because GGG is putting all this work into, uh, I mean, Triple G is putting all this work into their next 3.13. It's coming. <laughs> I heard. But also, POE Mobile, Path Mobile, Path of Exile Mobile is literally no campaign. It's just maps. So maybe that'll give them some feedback into how they can appropriately tie in all the different things that they want to do. Right. Well, that's it's literally the exact same thing as what I was saying. Just to get like, I don't remember, no maps dropped in, in mobile. You actually did get maps. Yep. Uh, I'm saying don't even drop them. Just let me, just let me and Kirik be buds for a bit. Until I do a legit map. Yeah. Now, one thing that I've been, while re-leveling this character, um, I have a bad memory. So with my guides, I have links to, you know, the quests that give you, free passive points 
right? And that kind of stuff. I have a link to, you know, where you need to go for all the lab trials and stuff like that. But I was thinking like, wouldn't it be nice if it was in the game? Like I have clicked, I always click on every single master's quest just or NPC's quest just to be sure. I just like being thorough, get all the exclamation marks out of the way. But wouldn't it be nice if right beside the quest, it told you what the reward was? Like it would say skill gems or it would say boots, right? Because some of them give you four link boots or four link chest or whatever. Some of them might say respect point or passive point. You know, like it would be nice to know. And as you're going through, you could be like, oh, yes, oh, no. And then you don't need to exit. I mean, they might want people to do everything, but it, I, th- I thought that would be a nice touch. Have a very shortened version in brackets right next to the quest. What it would, what it's telling you. I think, I think the idea is definitely very um, new player friendly, like that idea. Because for me, I don't even take the quests. I just leave because I know what I'm going to do. That's actually one of the things I love about Path is that I don't have to take the quest in order to be able to do the quest. If I know what it is and I do it, I still get credit for it. But I do think you're right. For a new player coming in, the idea of like being able to click, because really a new player that's coming in and sees an exclamation mark should click it and find out what my quest is. And that there's not a whole lot of information in in, uh, the game right now with regards to, you know, like what your quest is and certainly not what your reward is. It would be kind of a cool idea if you just saw something very simple that just said, Hey, you're going to get a ring. You're going to get a, you know, skill point because as a new player plays more, they're going to start to learn what quest do I have to do? And especially as a new player, if you start to learn that you don't actually have to accept that quest, you can just go do the quest and you're going to get credit for it. I think you probably slowly become a faster player versus what it is right now for a lot of new players. And we've talked about it in Discord too, where you're literally just telling people, just do these quests. Like, don't bother with these quests. And the only reason you're telling them is because it's not really worth it. You don't really need the ring. You know, you don't really need whatever that reward is versus them figuring it out on their own. So I like it. Awesome. You you actually agreed with something. Now, I've been trying to go through my guides and I'm, like I said, I'm leveling this elementalist and hope that it's a righteous fire build. It's my red minion gem guide, right? So I've kind of gone through wrestling, trying to see, okay, is my, is this going to be a minion damage build with righteous fire just for fun? Or is it going to be righteous fire and just my minions are solid secondary options, right? Like they're not going to do damage, but the buffs that they get from the elementalist, because the elementalist greatly enhances their buffs, maybe that'll just be the cornerstone. And that's how I can wing this red minion gem build. So I'm going through and I found it pretty difficult to, and I'm going through all my options. I'm, I'm troubleshooting lots and theory crafting a lot. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, now I, I, I screwed it up because I was, when you theory, craft, everyone knows what this is all about, but when you theory craft too much, all your terminologies just get blended into one big thing. And so I'm like, I started thinking that buffs were auras and I'm like, wait a second, I could use. I could use generosity with the stone golem and it'll give me more life regen. Now it can't because buffs and generosity only works on auras and golems give buffs. But when I went into generosity before this clicked, one of the golems does give an aura and I've never considered it for myself because I don't normally do lightning skills. But in generosity on the wiki, on the wiki site, I'll, I'll read this little excerpt here because it blew my mind, even though I'm never going to use it. An exception for generosity is when you link 
generosity to Summon Lightning Golem. Summon Lightning Golem has a temporary aura that gives added lightning damage. And so it'll remove the added lightning damage from itself. But it, you can actually link generosity to a lightning golem and it'll give you even more added lightning damage. So that's kind of neat. Like when you're trying to increase your flat amount of lightning damage, I never would have considered that even when I was really into playing Ark. I thought that was freaking awesome. That is really cool. I didn't know that either. The more you know, eh? The more you know. <laughs> that's right. The more you know, that's my newbie tip of the week. Do something with uh, generosity and lightning golem and enjoy it. And then put brutality on your links and it'll, it'll totally screw it up. Now, one thing I see a lot online with Reddit is people not understanding investment. Like people freak out about Tencent all the time. I, I just don't get like how many times, oh, they're just looking to make money for this. And they just, they just don't quite understand the value that like every single company wants to be invested in this kind of stuff or they're looking for an investor, right? Like that's just how the corporate world works. So here's one thing that I wanted to say to, or that I read that Chris Wilson said that I really want everyone to hear because it's puts a very positive spin, no matter what your opinion or naive perspective on investment is, it puts a very positive spin on it. Uh, so Chris, on one of his many interviews that he did for the um, release of Heist, he says, now that I've sold most of my shares in the company, why do I still work, go to work every day? And the answer is because the community loves the game. And I want to make sure that the community continues to love the game for as long as I possibly can. I thought that was awesome because no matter your perception on investment and Tencent, their passion is there. And that's such a great thing. Like Chris kept more of his shares than any of the other co-owners previously. And still, they're all there just because they love the freaking game. Like, I just love that. I love that. That's something I want everyone to hear because there's a lot of haters and there's a lot of people that's all about money and this, that. I just thought it was awesome. Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with money. People need money. Money's beneficial. Businesses and companies can excel and move further when there's an influx of money. And I, I will even be one of the people who was nervous when Tencent bought that much of the stake in Path of Exile. Because you don't know for sure what's going to happen to it. You don't know if their focus is going to be pushed and changed in a direction where it's like more about making money and the microtransactions in the game. But I think they've done a very good job of showing that that's definitely not the case. I mean, besides the three tabs that came out like last league, but other, otherwise that's, I'm going to cut out exactly what you just said there. Just a heads up. <laughs> uh, those are like, those are parts where, you know, I, I still don't see it as like a negative. And they even admitted to it, people afterwards. They're like, okay, well, you know, maybe it wasn't the best way to do it. And we learned from it. That's fine. I, I, I still, the thing that's always funny to me is they've never done something where you have to buy it. Never. Right. You've always had the choice of buying it, not buying it. And I'm impressed because I, again, I was one of those people in the beginning that was like, I don't actually know if I want, and I'd spent a lot of money up until that point. It didn't take you me. You should very, add it up one day. No way. Yeah, I would be living by myself. Uh, that would be a bad, <laughs> bad idea. I told you the time that she folded all my shirts and I was like, eh, like 10 bucks each. Yeah, I, I've actually been impressed with how they've gone through it. Anyway, I think they're awesome. They're still, they're still making us happy. Let's get into the last topic of the day, which is the most boring. But I know that this is like Tyler touching himself happy. So this is all of the curse 
changes. This was a part we didn't we didn't want to talk about it in just the normal this week in POE because to one of us it matters a lot. <laughs> it actually is one of the coolest changes. We've talked about curses. I will say actually what they did didn't do anything for what we've talked about in the past about curses and the way that they affect us or bother us. But they did do a huge change to curses. So why don't you tell us, Ty? Because, I mean, you love this crap. <laughs> so let's just say anytime there's a curse or a minion revamp, I need to change the posters on my bedroom wall. You know how like, you know, some people have like lingerie posters on their wall or some people have like boy band posters on their wall. Well, I have minions and curses on my wall. And anytime, I think I mentioned this last week, I... Get so like I trust GGG and their changes. They know where they're going with it all, but I get so nervous as a theory crafter, as a guide writer, when they change my favorite things, and that's curses and minions. So, just an overall for you, are you overall happy or still unsure about these changes? Because you don't really know all the details. You know, like the overarching change to it, but yeah, no, we don't have values yet. And I'm very curious about values because they're changing mod values and radius values. And so I'm quite curious about the radius values because I'm a huge Blasphemy fan. I like making curses auras. And Blasphemy hasn't been mentioned at all in any of this. So maybe that means everything's fine, right? Like it sounds like flammability is still going to be flammability. It's still fire, right? It still sounds like frostbite, still frostbite. Doubt they're going to change the values substantially. They did talk about Blasphemy. Where? Where? What? Well, they said that uh, they've in- introduced a number of ways to take advantage of the mechanics, like the blasphemy support, which creates a curse aura. Because I was actually going to ask you this, and you're going to go into the details of all the curse changes, but this these curse changes are so primarily based around self-casting now. They're, they they really want to move away from the blasphemy type, the rings that we're casting on hit, like things like that. Not necessarily move away, but anyway, you know, you finish your question, finish your question. It's encouraging both. It's encouraging both sides now, I think. Right. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say that they're going to try and stop people from playing those, but all of these changes for the most part are, are, are definitely focused on now self-casting, whether you want to call them hexes, marks, curses, whatever. Does that, will you, would you change? Cause you don't self-cast. I don't think I've ever played with you to self-cast curses. Cause that's a lot. No, I do not. That's that's too many buttons for me. It's always on cast when damage taken. Um, and it's always a level one cast when damage taken. And almost always attached with curse on hit. So it's a four link just for the one curse. But that's because curse on hit allows you to use a full leveled curse. Right? So you get the full effect of it. Um, otherwise, I'll just use curse on hit with just if I'm really short on links. Uh, on sockets, then I use cast and damage taken level one with level five curse. And then it, it, I mean, it's not enough, but it's still a lot of whatever it is that you're going for. Uh, but most of the time, I, I really hope to use it with the blasphemy. Um, so revert, re- reserving 35% of your mana. So I'm, I'm very curious how blasphemy is going to get changed if it is, and how the normal curses that I consider normal curses that are now called hexes. Are, right, like hex curses are now going into two different categories. There's marks, which are the general three, or I guess it's four marks, right? There's warlord mark, but it's poachers, assassins, and they've changed projectile weakness. It's going to be a mark. I think it's called sniper's mark now, yep. but they have yet to reveal it. That's coming up before Monday, I assume. 
So I'm, I'm curious about a couple things. This is just me as my mind's going as a curse freak. So now there's marks and there's hexes. They've said that they're going to accommodate both on the tree, on the passive tree. Are they all going to have two separate tags now? Like, are they going to be tagged as curses or are they going to be tagged as marks and hexes or both? Like not both marks and hexes, but is it going to be tagged as a curse and a hex and curse and as a curse and a mark? Or is it just going to be one of each? Because one thing that I really like about the current passive tree is if I want to maximize my curse effectiveness without using the occultist, but if I wanted to maximize my curse effectiveness, there's basically only three clusters. There's a small one close to, what is it, constitution? Or, you know, that like rectangle of life nodes that everybody aims for. There's one, a set of four that leads you to whispers of doom, right? Whispers of doom's the the notable that gives you the extra curse. And that's close to some minion stuff. It's in the north. And then in the northeast, there's a small set as well of curse effectiveness. And I like that I can maximize the most that a game is giving me for my curses with very little investment, as long as I'm passing that in the tree already. So I'm curious, now that they're adding marks and they're adding hexes, I'm hoping that, I don't know, I just don't want to get spread too thin. I remember when they increased minions in the mid threes, they added like 30 new minion nodes on the tree and it freaked me out because I was so comfortable being able to get all the minion nodes before. So I, I'm like, I don't really have anything valuable to say. I'm just kind of nervous about how they're like, the more you add to the game, the better it is because this game's all about investment, right? You know, like you're getting 0.4% life regen, but 0.4 is so much. You're not also getting max life, right? You're there's just, it's all about investment, investment and having to focus. So I'm quite nervous about how these tree changes are going to be. Do you think they're still going to be considered curses or are they moving away from that entirely and now they are hexes and marks? Because they talked about both hexes and marks having their place now on the passive tree. Right. I think I think they're still going to be called curses. That's I, would, I don't know any better. It's not like GGG is whispering in our ear, but I think they're still going to be called curses in general. And then you're going to have hexes and marks. Now, what I'm curious about. Why bother? I don't know. Um, because there's probably still going to be some general stuff that applies to all of it. Like if a, a curse is a curse, it's debilitating or debuffing the enemy in a certain way, whether it's a hex that impacts a group in an area or a mark that only impacts one enemy. Now, I don't know if maybe curse limit is going to be the same, right? And it'll apply to marks and hexes. Maybe they're going to change that to being a hex limit and a curse limit per character. I don't know. Don't know how that works. But then if you actually remove the curse tag and you're just doing hexes and marks, then all of a sudden stuff like curse on hit, you know, is it going to turn to mark on hit and then they have another one that's hex on hit? I think, yeah, I'm kind of curious because they talk about the fact that the, like the big change with, first off, marks to me is a little weird now because of how I'm used to playing like a warlord's mark. The idea of single target I, I'm not sure. I like that. It is really hard. I can't even imagine on console, but on PC, if there's a group, it's a little hard to apply a curse to an individual target. And I do like that they're changing it now, though, that they can be applied to bosses, which you couldn't. They're basically removing the immune to curses or whatever you wanted to call it before. It'll still affect hexes, but it won't affect marks. Uh, but I'm not so sure about the whole affecting a single target because that can be 
a little bit straining to be able to click an individual target? Maybe if you're self-casting it, but I'm curious how it would work with something like Curse on Hit, right? Like what if you're using an AOE like Ball Lightning? Or I guess it's not technically an AOE, but let's say you're using Ball Lightning and it's taxed. And can you use Curse on Hit with a mark? And it marks all those people, or I wonder if there's maybe a there's limit. no more curse on hit. Maybe it's now hex on hit. Oh, that's fine because I don't use the marks. <laughs> if I'm thinking from a selfish perspective, because they've literally separated them all. Like they have, they said that the curses are now hexes. Like it, it says the curses are now considered hexes. So is curse just the overall term for hexes and mark? Because they don't actually say. They don't actually say that curses is still going to be the thing. They say curses are now considered hexes and curses that are marks are now marks. So I don't you know. Just, you have so many changes. If you actually remove curses and they separate them, that's crazy because then you have curse effectiveness and mark effectiveness. You got to fit that in some hex effectiveness. Then all of a sudden hex effectiveness. What? Hex effectiveness. Hex, well, yeah. Well, right, right. Yeah. Hex effectiveness and mark effectiveness all of a sudden, unless you're going to add all that into the tree on the same node, what are you going to do with the occultist? Are you going to have like a hex, a hex branch and a mark branch? I mean, it's definitely adding all these new tags is going to make adding 19 new ascendancies a lot easier for sure. I mean, goodness me, pirate minions, that ascendancy is just going to rock whenever that shows up. You want to know why though? I, th- I thought that they might separate them though, is because they talked about I don't remember where it was, but they talked about the fact that marks were going to be the the effects on the passive skill tree were going to be more towards the ranger side, which makes me think there is going to be stuff that's specifically for marks, specifically for hex. But could you actually also have stuff that's for both for like curses. curses? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I definitely see them. They said they're going to have specific things for both, but. I feel like it just would make me more happy for them to just separate them both and not have curses anymore. Cause I think, I think that that would be really fun for you. Well, I hate you. Um, but I also think that it's going to be an exciting Tuesday because we, everybody says patch notes. Everybody's like patch notes, patch notes. But for me, I'm item filter information and then patch notes. As soon as the item filter stuff comes out, why? Because the JSON that I don't know how to deal with allows people, the, the passive tree JSON comes out and then POE mate, not POV mate, POE mate is updated on my phone. The path building eventually gets there, POE planner, and then I can see that's Tuesday. It's Friday today, Tuesday, Tuesday. What is that? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two, four days. Four days will you make. And, and by the time this comes out, it'll be even better because it'll be two days. But I... The video that they put out for the curse changes was really impressive. Like, first off, some of the area of effect on some of those curses looked massive, which if that's self-casting and you're without, I don't know how much of a, you know, investment you're having to get to that, but they looked awesome. And not only that, it almost looked like you could be using some of them for clear. Like they actually look like that combination was going to be good enough for your, I don't know what they'd be like on bosses. But for clear, they looked really, really good. Yeah, it seems I, I'm I'm impressed that they made them that they came out with. Well, I, I don't know. Was it called the Doom mechanic? Yeah, impending Doom. Right? And like it does. Well, they oh, have the Doom. Yes, yes, you're right. The Doom mechanic you know, and then things that affect the Doom. 
Yeah, so then there's, so there's either a support that makes the Doom mechanic apply, or there's an actual Doom skill, I apologize, I forget the name, that has its own version. Yeah, Doom Blast, right? So you cast a curse, and then you cast Doom Blast, and then everybody that's cursed or people within a certain vicinity that are cursed explode or do something. Anyway, look, so, so cool. One thing I'm kind of curious about, though, like the trigger laws in the game are quite... They, they conflict with each other sometimes. And for the most part, a general rule is you can't have two triggers on one skill, right? So I can't have curse on hit and curse on hit within the same trigger level. They have to, you know, there's rules on them exceeding each other, right? So I'm curious how impending doom is going to work because they're using the trigger word. Now, maybe they've just run out of vocabulary and that's just the general term term they're using. But I'm curious if you could use a curse with impending doom with a trigger skill. Uh, that's a lot of words. It is. It is. So think of this. Cast from damage taken one, ball lightning. Then I have curse on hit, a, a higher level, of course, and then a curse. So what if you had a fifth socket? Now, this is a very silly way to use it unless it's super strong, but then you had impending doom link to that. Could you, every time you got hit, cast and impending doom would go off as well? Oh, I was actually wrong. It's not called doom blast. It's hex blast. But what if they just are getting rid of curse on hit because there's no more curses? I don't know. I don't know. It would be called hex on hit and I hate you. Anyway, it was a really <laughs> cool idea. I'm but excited I don't know if it. it'll work because it's trigger. And a lot of trigger skills don't even have trigger as a tag, right? Like Bane doesn't have a, oh wait, maybe it does. I don't remember. Anyway, there was some trigger skill I was looking up that didn't have a trigger skill or they didn't have a trigger tag. Don't look at me like that. Now I'm actually more excited for the curse changes and I don't even care. <laughs> That's just because you want me to be screwed. I, I just want to read on Tuesday that they've like, I don't know, halved the radius of blasphemy, <laughs> multiplied the cost, and there's no more there's no more curses. It's all hexes and marks. And now they've completely changed that part of the tree. So good luck finding them. The thing that if you want to laugh at me for. Is, oh, there's so many. <laughs> there is. But right now, curse on hit and blasphemy, their quality increases curse effectiveness. And I love that. It wasn't always like that. It used to be. Then they changed it. And then they changed it back. I think it was maybe six or seven leads ago. They changed it back to blasphemy and curse on hit have curse effectiveness improved with their quality. So now that they're changing qualities, I'm very curious what their default one is, if they've changed it or not. That's a big deal to me. So if it's not curse effectiveness, you know, it'd be cool. You may laugh at me. And I'm not, I'm why I'm really curious how they do this because let's say they got rid of curses and we're going to end this episode pretty soon, but let's just say that they got rid of curses, right? And there's hexes and marks. Yeah. Does your increased curse, old school increased curse affect, you know, how many curses can you have on a monster? Does it only affect hexes? Because that would actually be sweet because then it would make it a lot easier for me to play with you if I wanted to use a specific mark. Because let's say you... I've already talked about this and you totally glazed over it. I already brought it up. You're like an hour behind. No, you talked about like what, how they're going to do that. But I, you were talking about it if curses are going to affect both. I'm saying if they get rid of curses. And now those increases only affect hexes, not marks. Well, to repeat what I already said, thanks for listening. It would be cool if... Hexes had their own curse limit and marks had their own curse limit. You would want it for both? 
if they each had the one limit and you could have one of each by default, that would be kind of cool because their functionality is so different. I mean, we haven't played with it. It's not like we would know, but just in dreaming about it. Well, we've talked about the fact of how hard it is for us to play together with the way curses work. And that's not clearly going to change with this, but it would be at least something if I could have my own mark on an enemy, especially if I was using it in some way to, I don't know, like regen life or something. If my hex didn't overwrite your mark, that would be nice. Or if your mark didn't overwrite my curse. Oh, that would be... See, that's why I feel like they're going to get rid of curses. Because if... if I, mean, I don't know, man. If hexes and marks count for the same thing, but you can only have a mark on an individual enemy, it would be very weird if your like AOE effect hex removes a single target mark. That would be very bizarre to me if that's the way they do it. Because I the the fact that they're changing marks so much that it's a single target now that's a really big deal to me. Yeah, really big deal. Because I remember using like Warlord's mark as my in some builds as my way to regen, and if I could only put that on one individual enemy now, like that's a big, it's a difference. big difference. Yeah, it is. I mean, they're saying they're restructuring the values. You know what would be? I'm surprised that. Enfeeble and temporal chains aren't separated with their own tag. Like they've actually gone through to tag or, or redo tags for these curses. And those are the two that impact enemies in a way where it's very well, even in feeble, we talked about previously, you can have in, impacting only the individual player. But temporal change is that one where it affects everybody. And I'm surprised that hasn't been separated as a tag so that it can be categorized differently or rules can be applied to it differently. I know they changed the rules for both of those gems a couple leagues ago, a few leagues ago, just so that they weren't as powerful against strong enemies. But I don't know. I'm surprised it doesn't have its own limit or that it doesn't have its own rule restriction. You could fix it by not allowing it with blasphemy and it can only be self-casted and it just counts as its own spell. But it would still... yeah, as a spell. Yeah. As a spell. A self-casted as spell, you couldn't use it as a... I mean, you would hate that. But then you have no limitation to it. Right. Sure. But you're casting it. So I, I that I could see because it's you're something you're self-casting, which probably wouldn't be worth it. But maybe it would be worth it. I don't know. It would be the fix to our problem, though. It would. If curses only applied to the character that cast them or blasphemed them or whatever it is, marked them, it would fix it, and temporal change is the only one that's screwing it up. I say just get rid of it. No, best <laughs> skill in the world. If I was to get a Path of Exile tattoo, Justin, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Goodness, like a portal scroll or something. Temporal chains, and it's probably going right on my butt. I don't get it, but that's all right. Anyway, that's a great, I'm gonna, great I'm spot gonna for us to you. great spot for us to end episode forty-five of Forever Exiled. We're going to have an extra bonus episode this week. Forty-six will be our patch notes and etc that's tuesday yep it's I, my goal is to have it out on tuesday so awesome it's gonna be awesome anyway thanks a lot for joining us for episode 45 of forever exiled i am justin aka tags and i'm tyler wrecker of days but you can call me mr day or days whatever yeah you can find more information down below we've got our website foreverexiled.com which is new We've got a link to our Discord. Come join the party on Discord. We've got a link to our Patreon where you can find more information about that. And we're on Twitter at ForeverXL82. 
for all of our Patreons. We'll catch you guys in After Dark and everybody else. Episode 46, which is going to be Patch Notes. All right.